Hello and welcome everyone. I am Jody Rye and this is season one of our show, We Are BC Fed Leaders, where career journeys of amazing public servants in British Columbia and other regions are shared in the hopes of inspiring dialogue, generating ideas and enhancing learning. This podcast series, the first of its kind in BC Federal Service, is the brainchild of Cynthia Bouchard, Dr. Judy Beck, and yours truly. The BC Fed Leaders campaign is in full swing, and the momentum for it to be the united voice for leaders in BC is gaining traction. The focus of the BC Fed Leaders campaign launch is cultivating and sustaining a culture of continuous learning, applying systems thinking to how we do things with the ultimate hope of creating a high-performing public service in BC. To kick off our season, we have episodes one to four with my fellow free agent colleagues, Kieran, Frank, Erica, and Kaylee, who share their thoughts and views on leadership success profiles for high performance. The leadership profiles discussed were future-focused, people-enabler, self-aware, collaborator, influencer, adaptive mindset, change agent, and risk. My colleagues were asked three questions. Which profiles resonated with them? Which ones have they seen in action? And of the eight profiles, which ones did they see as their strengths, as well as which ones they wanted to enhance? As you listen to their four stories, I hope you discover some nuggets of learning. And should you wish to connect with me on Twitter at HeyHumantis or at BC Fed Leaders for some dialogue, please do so. Happy listening and happy learning. Thank you so much for participating in our first ever BC Fed Leaders podcast um, and very excited to talk with you about your leadership journey and start with the first question. Uh, you've had a chance to take a look at the leadership and success profiles that we're looking at as part of high-performing organizations and uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on which of the eight resonated with you the most. Well, thank you Jody, and I just have to say that uh, thank you for um, asking me to be a part of this podcast. Very exciting to be part of your first one and very flattering and humbling as well. For me, I think out of the eight, I feel that the people enabler one resonated to me the most, um, as well as the influencer ones. Uh, they, they both speak to who I am as a person. Um, I really enjoy being a public servant and in the last um not quite a year i you know once i joined the free agent program uh connecting with people and influencing change within government is something that has come naturally to me and it's something that i thrive on and it's something that i enjoy doing and i think those are the two profiles that um really spoke to me when i when i read them very cool. And it sounds like when you were looking at them, you, you know, you were looking inward in terms of how they land on you and, and, and where you see some strength. Will that be true to say? Questions about resonate 
um, it really made me look inwards and made me, you know, reflect and what does this mean to me? How do I fit into each of these categories or what do I see others doing or other people or leaders in the public service, especially in BC, what traits do they have? I just wanted to go back on something you just mentioned around uh, what you see or what you think you've seen um, in, in the public service in terms of behaviors or competencies and in BC. And I'm curious if when you look at these eight, um, where have you where have you seen these eight, um, you know, based on your own experience or based on folks that you've worked with? Yeah, so for BC um, experience, I've seen a lot of collaborator profiles. Um, I'm thinking here of what experience I've had in organizations like the BC Federal Council or different leaders that sit on that council. And uh, specifically for me that came up was the collaborator um, profile um, leaders who are very open to new ideas. They're, they're wanting to build relationships and openly share information and knowledge. So not only do their departments or agencies can see, succeed, but they're concerned about the success of the public service in general. And, mm-hmm. and for me, one of the most influential people that I've come across who fits in this collaborator profile would be Sylvia Berube of, the, of Service Canada. And I really think that she fits this mold, you know, perfectly, um, as well as a lot of other ones. You know, she could probably be a change agent and influencer. And, um, but I, I think that there's a lot of um, other areas which leaders in, in BC um, can do better. And I think that I would like to see more of the influencer people in neighborhood roles come to um, the forefront and more specifically the risk profile. Mm. I, I think that we're pretty good at, you know, the influencer and the people enablers and collaborators, even though I'd like to see more of those, I think risk is the area where we're not very successful with in BC or the public service in general. Mm. Um, I think we're very risk adverse and, it's starting to change. I see that. So I worked in a few different departments now um, as a free agent. And then my time before becoming a free agent, I worked in Canada Border Services and uh, the Coast Guard. And um, I, I do see that we're kind of risk adverse. You know, we're not wanting to make changes. Um, but at the same time, there is some slow changes that are happening. And I just like to see change be more receptive be more open and change to happen at a faster scale than in what it is now mm-hmm, fair enough what do you, i'm just curious about your thoughts around why why in bc or, or possibly the public service why this risk adverse culture where do you think that's come from i think it comes from a variety of way um, places it's not necessarily an age thing but certainly it can be um, if you look at, you know, something like teleworking and remote working, there is this mythology that the people who are um, adverse to allowing teleworking are the older generations. But for me, I actually think it's more the longevity somebody has in the public service and the type of department um, that they have 
been a part of in their, their career. And I think there's certainly cultures within the public service that have a more traditional mindset or this is the way we've always done it. Mm. And they're very rigid to change and they don't really take change as something that's positive. They see it more as something that's negative. Um, and I do think that there are silos in our pockets within the public service in BC that are changing and we're slowly coming around to that. And whether it's a connection of um, technology or social media influences or, or some barriers being, you know, not broken down per se, but doors opening to certain things, we're seeing a movement where there's influencers and enablers that are coming up and they're coming up from different levels. They don't necessarily have to be at the director level or manager or, or executive level. Leaders can come from all levels of government. And I think we're seeing a, the start of a change in that area where we have people, you know, at all levels asking for things and being advocates for themselves or being advocates for their own departments. And, they're not taking no anymore and they're giving great articulation onto why change needs to happen. And I think it's just a combination of timing and, and tools that are available now and uh, a few key people who are open to change that are starting to nudge their colleagues um, who are resistant to change into doing that. So You were talking, I see a really beautiful dance between this idea of change agent and risk. And, and the the real sort of um, a reality that, that, that both are needed, right? It, it, you, you can't have change if you don't take a risk. And in order to take a risk, you have to be cool with change. Yeah, I would agree. I think that both are connected. And, and without one, the other one won't be successful. So I think you they're not interchangeable. They're... they're uh, they're dependent on each other. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I'm curious about um, your your thoughts. We were talking about overall for, for BC and for, for all of us at any level, you know, things that you'd love to see more of. So we talked about, you know, change agent or risk. What if we were to sort of think about... Um, as yourself, as as a fellow uh, human, fellow BCer, um, fellow leader, when you look at these eight profiles, are there any in there that you feel like you're wanting to work more on for yourself? Yeah, uh, I think that for me, the adaptive mindset one comes to. Uh, the top, if I needed an area of what I wanted to improve on or work on, um, I come for, to the public service from an operational lens. I, I was a uh, search and rescue deckhand with the Coast Guard, and then I was a border officer with Canada Border Services. So I have areas where I know I need to work on. Um, and for me, that's a challenge when I'm put into scenarios uh, which uh, I just don't have that experience in, but that doesn't mean I don't have the skills or the capability to do stuff. It just means that I need to work on that um, area more so than maybe some other colleagues do. And I see that, um, yeah, yeah, is really where I'd fit into that. And I think my my strong suits would be, like I said, you know, the influencer 
roles and the collaborator or the people and everyone's like I really thrive on engagement I really thrive in building relationships and and I've done that throughout my personal and professional careers and um, it's something that comes naturally to me and, and it's something that I enjoy. Well, and you know, I, I love how, how you're, you're really throwing yourself uh, into the mix of this sort of experiential learning um, and, and identifying adaptive mindset. And so really living and breathing change and living and breathing how sort of to possibly think differently and be different and, 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 and build your resiliency um, what better way to do that but then to take on different assignments as a free agent so I think that's very cool that you're you know that you're, you're doing those kinds of things to build strength in different areas if we were sort of to end um, end our, our dialogue with uh, a one-word checkout and uh, sort of a challenge to you that I'm posing if in in one word maybe a couple of others you were going to end this this dialogue what would you want to say to folks when you're thinking about BC Fed leaders and these eight profiles? What are your final thoughts? That's a great question. I think for me, my one word would be optimistic. Ah, okay. I think that there's the opportunity here for great change to happen. And I'm proud to be in a world now that I'm able to participate in change and not just, you know, be on the operational end where change is just told to us mm. as public servants. Um, I, I think in BC, we've got some great leaders. We've got, you know, some great organizations and, and councils that are embracing this movement and we're really... I think in the next few years, we're going to see a lot of positive change that maybe public servants who have been in, in government for, you know, decades would not have dreamed of even last year or five years ago. Yeah, I love the idea around optimism. Um, and yeah, I think one of the greatest motivators for sure. I just wanted to thank you again for your time and for your passion and for your honest views on leadership in, in the public service and in particular, uh, what it's like for us uh, that are living in BC. So thank you so much for your time. You're welcome, Judy, and thank you again. It was a pleasure to chat with you.